Legitimately live. Legitimately live. What's up, everybody? Thanks for joining. Yep, Sons of the Hunt, Season 2, Episode 5. Doing a little live session. We're going to be talking about spotlighting today. Hopefully. A little bit. Hopefully everyone is uh, leaving their their comments here and their opinions on it. I know it's, again, like another touchy subject for a lot of people. But, a little uh, bit. It's been a little bit of a, a trend. This might be like, you know, part three of three maybe, I think. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we. Uh, it's been fun. I posted uh, the, the ad for the live video on uh, the Hunting Pennsylvania group. And they they just turned the comments off right off the bat. Yeah, yeah. So <laughs> the first reaction to the advertisement was just a an angry little orange face. Yeah, yeah, so. yeah. Well, you're gonna draw the ire of a few people when you get into some of these topics, you know. But it, it's it's cool to talk about it because everybody's got an opinion on this stuff, and you know, yeah. we both have our opinions, and we're not really like this is the way it should be. It's just we have opinions on it, and a lot of people do. And I think to give uh, give everybody a, a platform to kind of get that opinion out there, I think there's uh, there's not enough of that anymore uh, lately. So, you know, have at it, everybody. Let us know where you're coming from, where you're listening from, what yeah. your thoughts are. Uh, well, just hit us up from, uh, you know. Yeah, what would be helpful is if you're from another state, if you could drop your regulations, if, uh, like – in Pennsylvania, for example, we could spotlight until 10, uh, not during rifle season. I think that's pretty much it, right? Not with a weapon in your vehicle. Right. You can't have a weapon. Now, it does exclude – if you have a concealed carry permit, you can have a weapon, but it has to be kind of – you can't have a concealed carry permit and have like a 30-odd-6 Remington 700 in your car. Right. <laughs> so right. it's got to be kind of realistic. So uh, you don't want to leave anything open to interpretation uh, when it comes to that type of thing. Um, but yeah, I mean, it, there, there's, there's rules in place for a good reason for that type of thing. Um, you know, but it's, it's, you know, the, the, the big thing I think the pro for it is I think we just had a comment. Um, Jake Ramsey, uh, says, uh, best way I've been able to get my kids excited about deer. We go every Friday night and they love looking at deer and that's, a, that's a big one, man. Um, yeah, Jim Brown, I'll just, uh, chimed in 11. We, you can spotlight till 11. Yeah. Um, yep. So the thing is, you know, I used to do it all the time when I was younger. Me and my buddies would, you know, board. You know, you're not old enough to go out to the bars and go hang out and see bands and that type of thing. So what are you going to do? You drive around and you go spotlight some deer. Right. Um, it was a good good way to see what's on the property you're hunting. But it's also kind of like, you know, like what we call it some kind of freaky ass zoo. Freaky ass zoo trip. <laughs> <laughs> freaky ass zoo trip you know you go out and you go to properties that you're not likely going to be able to hunt yeah. but you can go see what's out there and it's cool if you're if you like to see what kind of bucks are out there in pa it's a great opportunity to see them and again the kids thing now my kids i don't think i'd last 10 minutes taking them spotlighting uh, every deer in the county would hear us coming because they'd be arguing over who got to shine the light last and and that kind of thing. Um, but, you know, it is a great way to get your kids interested in it. And it's a great way to, you know, uh, my wife and I, when we were dating, I took her out spotlighting. She thought I was batshit crazy. Yeah. She's like, wait a minute. You're telling me you're going to go out in a, in a car. drive around and, and shine a shine flashlight in a field and look at deer. Yeah. I'm like, Yep. <laughs> <laughs> yeah yep that's what we're gonna do and you know she she started seeing deer and it was pretty cool i mean like we rolled up to this one field and rolled the window down and i shined the light out and there was 20 deer 10 feet in the field but you couldn't see them until you shine the light on them and it, right. was, it was a cool experience you know 
Um, speaking of, I think she just chimed in. Yeah, there's there's Kimmy now. Um, How was it? Yeah, <laughs> what did you think, Kim, of your first spotlighting experience back when uh, your your crazy redneck boyfriend was dri- driving you around in the uh, old Geo Tracker shining? Oh, Geo Tracker! Oh, that thing was badass. The tomato. You could have gone bogging right off the side of the road for them. I'm telling you, it was. It, it definitely gave us some uh, some interesting access to some some different areas. But you know, it's a it's a cool way to get out there and just see them, spend some time in the off season. Um, you know. Uh, but you know you have a really good argument for. Well, well I wouldn't. I don't know if it's, it's, an it's argument, not. But. It's not even an argument per se because. I mean, I remember really vividly seeing my first nice buck, spotlighting. My dad took me. I remember right, right where we were. We were over on the other side of, uh, um, just over in Waymart on the other side of the mountain there, and my dad was, he was using the light and he stopped I was I was wondering what he was looking at it was this big brushy field and he put the light up high and he shined it down in the field and then this buck stood up out of the out of the this thick stuff just monster just yeah this big nine pointer I mean I was young I was probably like 10 or 11 but I remember it vividly so I mean it's memories and experiences like that that you know get people hooked in the sport to begin with so I understand the value that it has in that regard yeah and then uh, the second story I have about spotlighting is uh, after I graduated college and I started working at uh, Bingham's Restaurant, I moved up to Acre Lake, and I was trying to find places to hunt up there, like yeah. closer, because I, I mostly did all my hunting in Wayne County at the time. And uh, the one way I found where to hunt was through spotlighting. I, was, I would just drive around and... I was just looking for that one good deer, and I ended up, that's how I pretty much found the farm that I hunt now that's in all the videos. Right, right. I saw this monster in this field and just went knocking on doors after that. So, yeah, it has its value as far as, you know, scouting goes. But sure. uh, I now my opinion definitely has changed on it, Be, owning a little bit of land and knowing that there are people around that farm, that same farm that I hunt, who uh, who like to jacklight deer. And the thing that gets me is that, you know, I could see if you were going to go out and illegally kill a deer or something like that, but you were going to take it and you were going to use the meat, like take the deer. People go out and just shoot them and let them lay. And it's, yeah. I don't know. The the game commission not too long, well, a couple months back, posted a, a, a nice buck that was shot in Clifford. It was just laying in a field. That somebody just went out, shot, dropped him, and, like, drove off. Yeah, yeah. And and unfortunately, you know, you have activity like that, and people who are not really, um, you know, knee-deep in the hunting community, they they have a tendency to to lump poachers and hunters into the same group. And you'll hear, like, oh, look at what this hunter did. You know what I mean? And, like, "Eh, that's not a hunter, my friend. You know, that's a... That's a, there's a very very wide broad line between right. hunters and poachers and and we unfortunately get lumped in with poachers pretty frequently, um, but yeah I mean those are people that are just you know being dicks for the sake of being dicks you know what I mean and it, it, it we unfortunately do get a little bit of a bad name rubbed off from, from people like that but you know my whole perspective on it is a little different because 
I don't have people driving down the road shining spotlights on my house. Right, right. <laughs> you know, people who have property where they're consistently getting spotlighted, and I could see it getting frustrated for land, frustrating yeah. for landowners. You know, yeah, I mean, you've I had mean, some issues here as well. You know, on your own property. Yeah, I told that story on the last podcast about the uh, about the spotlight in the yard, and that's not fun. That's not a fun thing when you, especially when it's after hours and the truck is stopped there and the lights just shining into the yard and. They're just sitting there idling and idling, and you're watching, and you're just waiting for something to happen. You're, it just it just always feels, from that perspective, like a situation is going to occur. Yeah, yeah. You know, I, I don't know why. I mean, it's, it's pessimistic of me to be thinking the worst like that, but, you know, it's it's one of those things that I guess you, just, you think about more when you're in a house watching a spotlight. You know what I mean? Sure, sure. Yeah, you're on the you're you're definitely not in the vehicle, so it's kind of hard to figure out what the intentions are. You know what I mean? Yeah, and, and I think that's you know I think it was a t- 2009. There was a bill floating around um, to ban spotlighting and make it illegal, but you know that's I think probably right in the wheelhouse of the heyday of the crossbow. You know what I mean? And that was the big issue was, you know, back in the late 90s, early 2000s, even before then. Crossbows weren't even legal to, to hunt with. You could, most archery shops, you walk in and they didn't even ha- they didn't even sell crossbows because you couldn't use them in PA. Right. So once you know they passed the law to where you can use a crossbow, but you had to have a, a, a kind of a, a note from your doctor that you had some kind of physical impairment. Um, and then they passed it. I'm not. I don't recall what year it was. I was mid 2000s, 2005. Something. I, I, I again, don't quote me on that. But uh, they passed it to where you can now use crossbows uh, full on. And uh, that became a bit of an issue. I mean, you've got crossbows now. I frequently see videos on YouTube and, and marketing campaigns where crossbows will shoot 100 yards. And, you know, they'll hold a three-inch group at 100 yards. Yeah. Well, you know, when, you, when you've got a 100-yard a crossbow and you can go drive around in a field at night and, you know, smoke a deer, it adds a whole new perspective to the game commission's you know, side of it, you know what I mean? And, and yeah. what they have to contend with, you know, uh, right. on the regular. Right. Right. So not much chatter about, uh, our current topic, which is spotlighting. <laughs> well, we, we weren't sure how this is going to go. We figured we'd throw it out there as a topic and, and see, yeah. you know, what kind of response we got, but you know, we're getting some, some interesting questions, uh, coming through. Um, Joe, Joe Treese, I apologize if I'm massacring your last name. You can't read, uh, dude. I know. I'm just, words are hard, Mark. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what do you guys think about sportsmen for the future? Um, that's actually a, a pretty good question. I'm a big fan of that question. Is uh, that, is he talking about a specific group, sportsmen for the future? Or is he talking oh, is about a, is the future group? of sportsmen? Yeah, I think it's some kind of group that's trying to, uh, you know, I think they're advocating for, uh, well, not for like a basically yeah. against the uh, the calls, the proposed okay. calls. So, uh, now that okay, yeah. now that you mention it, I I want to say um, I have heard of them. Um, I honestly don't know enough to comment on it. Um, and actually, until about two seconds ago, I thought you were talking about like the future of sportsmen in general. Yeah. <laughs> Which so, is, my I apologies. Mean, um, I don't really know too much about them, but I there was I think somebody posted a comment in one of the groups about future sportsmen trying to preserve the future of the deer. And basically it was a pretty uh, shallow statement about we're trying to save the deer. Some, something along those lines. 
It was just against the call, basically. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, all right. But I mean, oh, I from, see. How from I can't what read. I got you now. Yeah, <laughs> it took me a second to catch up. But yeah, it, it it's tough keeping a conversation going and reading comments and yeah. stuff. So. Um, I don't know. Maybe we can get somebody to come over here and read all the comments for us as we're. Uh... Yeah, we need like a producer. <laughs> yeah, we'll, we'll 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 post your resumes. But um... I mean, seems like a joke to me. That's <laughs> that's accurate. Yeah, yeah. That's on, on occasion. Yeah, on occasion. <laughs> uh, yeah, um, but yeah. I mean, um, yeah. I, I I don't know what to say on that one. Um, as far as you know, the future of sportsmen in general. I mean, that's a question I'm a big fan of. Yeah, um, you know, especially this time of year. I mean, we're coming up into turkey season. We've still got some time before it hits. Yeah. So if you're looking to invite somebody out, you know, a new hunter, this is the time to do it. Man. Yeah, I mean, that's how you you preserve the future of of the sportsman. That's it. I mean, you, you get new people involved and kind of you know introduce somebody who hasn't hunted before into it, or someone who's hunted maybe in the past and got away from it. Um, you know, that's. Uh, that's that's how you do it, man. You, you get people out there, and this is a great opportunity. I, I've had a few people uh, that I've taken out turkey hunting, and honestly, of, if I had to rank like all my turkey hunts, of my top five, probably the top three were I never shot a bird. I yeah. took somebody else out, and yeah. it was an, a cool experience for me to be able to, you know, get that experience to guide somebody and to kind of because uh, I'm no guide, uh, but to help somebody out and and getting their first bird or kind of. Uh, getting bit by that bug you know that's one of some of my top top hunts all time is is taking somebody else out and having them success my kid i took my kid out and he shot a bird uh you know one of my best friends i called his bird in for him his first bird uh so it's cool it's a good it's a good time uh but this is a good time because man turkey hunting when you're calling and they're responding yeah you take a guy out to deer hunt and you're sitting around for six seven hours in the cold yeah. that could be tricky you yeah, know, to, to keep them interested. Yeah, you had that experience this year as well. Yeah, right? a little bit, a little bit. You know, my buddy Bill, uh, he toughed it out, man. He he really did as as long as he could without you know getting frostbite. But um, you know, it, it's it's a great time of year to get somebody interested in hunting. So in my opinion, that's how you uh, conserve the future of sportsmen. Is that how it was written? I don't know. I'm not even gonna go back to look at it. Yeah, I don't know. It's it, we're kind of derailed from the. The, the, spotlighting the spotlighting discussion, yeah, a bit. but I mean, I think the other way it, that you would look at that is if, I mean, sports, sportsmen for the future, right? So, I mean, I think you would want to handle, you know, current situations the right way. Yeah. And, uh, you know, if it's, if you're looking at overpopulation and you're looking at, at these, you know, transmissible diseases between deer, I mean... Unless you have a better answer that is substantiated by some kind of science or data. Yeah. I mean, you can't just say, no, I don't like what you're doing. Well, then bring something to the table. Bring and something else it. to the table. That, that's you know? it. You know, one of, my, one of my business mentors used to say all the time, like, listen, if you want to point out a problem, that's great, but you better bring a solution. You know, you want to point out the problems, that's great. But if you don't have a solution, well, now you're just a pain in the ass. You know, so, yeah, yeah you got, you, you know, there's, and there's really no... There's a lot of areas in Pennsylvania that are drastically different from other areas in Pennsylvania. Like, you know, I was driving down the road the other day and I saw 25 deer on the side of the road when yeah. I was going to work. Right. And there's people I see commenting on posts that, you know, if they see 25 deer in a season, they're jumping for joy. Like that's, right. that's huge to see 25 deer in a season. So some parts of the state are, you know, the, the herd is much larger than others. So you, there's no, you know, general one size fits all 
type uh, solution to a lot of the issues that are happening. So the, the the goal we had with the whole CWD conversation was, you know, Mark and I, we're not perfect. We, we don't, we're not, you know, no. uh, professionals on, on this type of thing, but we, we definitely have opinions. And, and the whole point of that was to be open to conversation and to be open to solutions and to listen to the other side. You may not agree with them and that's fine. Yeah. You know what I mean? But at least have an ear for it. I mean, I I think we did a good job just explaining why we think the way we do right now about it. Yeah. You know, I mean, we looked at several different studies and from what we could garner from those, you know, we formulated an opinion until I see some kind of other research that shows me something different. That's where I'm going to stand. So and that's that's the whole thing. You know, you have to look at both sides of (laughs) of an issue and look at which side is essentially more credible. And that, that, that's so it. unless I mean, there's, there's, there's um, no easy solution, no. period. Um, I mean, again, yeah. this is, we're going to fall right back into that discussion about being open-minded about mm-hmm. something. I mean, I'll easily, if somebody wants to post the link to a study here, I'll definitely take a look at it, you know, granted that it's, you know, in a, a peer-reviewed publication, right, you know, right, something right. that's accredited, you know, not something that somebody's going to show me a graph on their phone and say, look, I did this. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. We need to have some kind of accreditation for this. Sure, sure. Uh, we had a question here. Uh, we made a statement about uh, stopping the call in a previous video, the meeting with the game commission. Uh, you were apparently for the proposed call. No. Um, you know, it's I, 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 hmm, that's a tough one. Well, that's a good question, though. That's a good question because we did kind of skirt around a little bit. And my thought on that is, listen, if that's the, if there's no other option, yeah, if you're well, not- then I, I hate to see it happen. But if that's the only option to to really slowing this down, then you know, yeah, I would have to say that I would be for it. Yeah. Um, it, whether I get bashed on that or not, I honestly don't care. It's my opinion, and, and you know, if you want to, you know, have a difference of opinion, I'm a hundred percent on board with that because it's not a it's not a question I would easily say yes to. It's not something I'd love to see happen by any means. Right. But, I mean, you know, some people say it's all smoke. This yeah. is bullshit, and it's not real, you know. Yeah. But uh, I, I've I've done a little bit of research on it, and uh, I say a little bit compared to people who know a lot about this, but I've done a lot of research compared to most people I know. And the research I've come across was from very credible people. These aren't just crazy tinfoil hat-wearing yeah. You know, these are educated, lifetime biologists, people who have dedicated their careers to this. And uh, so, you know, I have to lean on that type of information. When I'm looking at everything else that's coming from the opposite side, it's not really looking all that bright. So I have to kind of lean towards where I feel the facts are coming from. And if that's what they're saying, like, look, we need to get ahead of this. This is the way to do it. And when there's... Uh, examples of successful endeavors in the same type of activity with, uh, what was it? Uh, pardon me. We were talking about uh, Norway. Norway, where they had the reindeer, the the, yeah. you know, the caribou, and they got ahead of it. And I mean, it was a huge, it was a very unpopular decision that they yeah. made to do that, but they got ahead of it and it was a successful campaign. Now they're still working on bringing the herd back, but yeah, and I mean, it's a different circumstance because it's a herd that is a migratory herd. So it's a little bit different than whitetail. Yeah. Because, um, I mean, in that sense, you you do have the, the ability to isolate something because they took out one herd. 
and their surrounding herds. Granted, it, it's young, but I mean, that's that's what they've done so far. And uh, this this comment here, what about the fact that it has not worked in every other state? And I mean, that's such a black and white statement. Has it worked? Well, it's not in northeastern Pennsylvania yet, so it yeah. definitely slowed it. And and that's it because it, there's not working or not working. It's not stopped it or didn't stop it. It's slowing. Right, like, right. It's not black and white. That's yeah. that's the whole issue here. R.J. Barr actually put up a statement. Uh, what about? I'm sorry. Was that? That's the one uh, I just. No, read. I apologize. I just yeah. one another just got ahead. Uh, Matt Johnson, uh, I'll state this to you guys straight out of the out of Congressman Dr. John Joyce's mouth. We need microscopes, not night scopes. Man, I really hope that that's the solution. I really yeah. hope that we can get it fixed that way. Yeah, I do. Because hell, man, I you know, again, despite the fact that we do have a, a pretty good handle on bringing species back from depletion over, you know, historically in the yeah. United States, uh, North American model of wildlife conversation conservation rather is just, it's, it's a, an example for the world. Uh, so we have it down pat, but it's not something you want to lean on when you have, you know, a big issue like this, man, I'll tell you what, this is hard to keep up with this. <laughs> Sorry guys. Is. We're really trying to keep yeah. up here. It, it's tricky. But, you know, uh, yeah, I, I hope that's the case that they can get something figured out uh, with, you know, kind of there was some uh, notion of a some kind of inoculation coming down the pipeline, uh, field test kits, uh, a cure, you know, that yeah. I, 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 mm, I hate to see that word thrown around willy nilly. Um, yeah, I mean, that's that's a that's a big statement. You it is a I mean? big statement. It is a big statement. But. You know, it's that's the first time it's been used. So, you know, if anything, I try to take a positive from that and be like, all right, look, you know, they're starting to throw around the word cure. Maybe we're getting closer to something that, yeah, you know, I mean, we'll avoid having to do these mass calls and shooting deer over corn. You know what I mean? Because you don't want to. It's it. That's just bad PR. No matter whether it's a, a positive and whether it's a successful campaign, that's bad PR, man. It's just it's it's hard yeah. it's hard to really wrap your head around you. Know? Yeah, and Matt Johnson said, "Do you guys know how much money the PGC puts for a cure every year?" No, I, I do mean, not. I have no idea. I do not. If you do know, please throw it in there. I'd yeah. love to know. Um, and if you, if you could, I know it's a little bit of a reach, but cite a source if you could, because I'd love to. Yeah, I'd love to see that. Because um, I mean, a lot of these claims are are so unsubstantiated. I mean, in in our podcast notes, we we. We put links to uh, the research we looked at. So, I mean, if you guys want to do the same and <laughs> sway our opinions, I'll, I'll read every every research article that's out there. You know and I mean? that's it. You know, we we only base our dis, our, our decisions Zero. and our our stuff off of uh, you know what we've come across. So, you know, my, I'm I've said it before, and I'll say it again. You know, I'm never a hundred percent convinced that I'm right. No. You know what I mean? Because there's always somebody out there that can say, well, look, if you look at it this way, and I'm like, oh, damn, I never looked at it that way before. Right. And, and you're going to sway me and change my mind. So, I, you know, that's one thing we've never really been as hard-headed on this kind of stuff. Right. Uh, we really try to give it the benefit of the doubt. You know what I mean? But, you know, it, you, it, it, it's a tough situation, man. I'll tell you what, I'm glad I don't work for the game commission right you, now. <laughs> yeah. Well, no kidding. But, you know, I had a, a funny funny text message from my dad this week he must have just got around to listening to the podcast yeah and I, my phone is uh recording the the live stream right now but he said uh how did he put it cwd 
is nature's way of controlling overpopulation. That was that was his thought of it. Is that right? Well, yeah. and I mean, you know, it very well could be. You know, sure. it, that's just sure. it. There's there's just no black and white answer right now. That's uh, it. I, I scrolled back a little bit, and one of the, one of the points, uh, Joshua Holsinger. I again, I apologize, guys, if I'm messing names up or whatever. But um, you know, what good does a call do when the prions are, are still there on the ground for 20 plus years? It's not going to go away. The disease is still here. I don't think and, 20 is an accurate number. Well, but, but also five, 10, 15, 20, you whatever. Know, I mean, yeah, I, I get it. No, and, that, and that's a good point. You know what I mean? And and that's why this is such a difficult thing. You know what I mean? You know, yeah. the prions uh, have been known to be present during, you know, when they researched this disease. And that was always prions, prions, prions. That's what's causing it, that, yeah. that type of thing. And then with the recent, uh, I don't know if you guys are familiar with it, there was some, you know, recent developments uh, to where it's more of a bacteria uh, versus prions that's causing it. So the, the bacteria was present in all of the cases studied where prions were not there in all of the cases studied so it's one of those things where they're starting to sway the you know the uh the source of it to uh, a more of a bacterial deal versus a prion thing so um you know again it's a slippery slope you know what i mean we just wanted to get the discussion going um and just you know kind of see what everyone's thoughts are and, and people are not shy about sharing their thoughts that's for damn sure yeah um, I'm, I'm trying to find that that group that uh, they were holding the banner behind that that ecologist in that video when okay. they uh, declared that research. If anyone knows it and could drop, yeah, their, I know what like you're talking about. But, Sportsman United or United. I want. I always want to say United Sportsmen's Alliance, uh, but I know United it's United Sportsman of Pennsylvania or something like that. I, I know Pennsylvania about. Sportsman United, maybe something along those lines. Okay, uh, Matt Johnson, where is your meeting? Uh, so maybe you yeah. guys should come meet us this Saturday at a meeting we have, and we will show you lots of literature. See, somebody was right. I can't read. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, these guys it's can't like, read. Can you guys throw me some Dr. Seuss, maybe? Like uh, uh, unified uh, sports. unified sportsman. Is that okay. it? That might be it. Unified uh, sportsman of Pennsylvania. I was is just that... trying to look. Unified Sportsman of Pennsylvania. Yeah, send yeah, us a it. private message and, and and let us know what. Unless you're comfortable yeah. throwing it in in the comments. Yeah, no, um, that's that's the one that I was looking for. Yeah, yeah actually, Unified Sportsman of Pennsylvania. Yeah, send us a send us a, a PM because I would actually be interested in that because yeah. that's what what I was getting at is uh, the research uh, that was done that they were talking about in that video. Mm-hmm. Um, Dr. Frank Bastian, I actually wrote him an email. And I got the response back. I remember I sent it to you that yeah. he was actually leaving LSU to work exclusively with the, the United Sportsmen. So I would I would definitely be interested in talking more with you guys because, I mean, I, I could get behind that. I could get behind research. I could get behind something that other researchers can take and try to replicate. I mean, if it could get us somewhere, there's no reason not to support that. Right. You know, it's better than just saying no. No, no, no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and no, not, just shoot and not them. offering anything, <laughs> in, you know? Shoot them all, kill them all, get it over with. You know, all the deer are dead, and then, you know, we're back to square one. But Yeah, yeah I mean, who doesn't, no, who doesn't want to stop that? Right, of course. Of, of course. course. But if it's the only answer right now, then, I mean, we have, you have to and look again, at both sides. Absolutely. And that's the point we've been trying to get across this whole time is be open to discussion. If you want somebody to listen to your point on it, you got to listen to theirs. It's just kind of give and go. 
So, you know, maybe the, the, the data that I've been looking at, I've been looking in the wrong places. I don't know. You know, Google's a pretty big place. So, Google Scholar uh, is, is a little bit smaller, though, and that'll act, give you verified, you know, supported documents. So for and, all and you big it. Googlers out there. I, I, would, I would love to see, you know, uh, some more data on this because, again, you know, my time is kind of limited in regard to the amount of time I can spend researching this stuff. Right. But I didn't want to come into this with, you know, no information at all. So based on the information that I would I that I came up with, that's how I rendered my decisions. But this again, is, I'm this not... is good. There's, there's a good comment here. Mm-hmm. Uh, Douglas Tolbert says CWD or EHD, which do you feel will be more detrimental to the deer herd over time? So from what I've read, EHD is, is kind of like a, a cyclical thing. It comes in waves and, and it goes away and it sure it takes out deer, but then they end up bouncing right back usually. Yeah. And yeah, it takes out a lot of deer at a time, but then it goes away. You might not see it for another 10 years. CWD has been prolifically spreading since the 60s from what we have documented. Correct, yes. And it is growing across the country, across into Canada. I mean, that is just like the slow driving like glacier. Yeah. And, and, the, and we're just doing our best to slow it down right now until mm-hmm. we can figure out a solution to it. Yeah, and that's the best we're going to do, from and, and what that's I understand. The, thing, you know, the, the, the EHD is spread by the midges, the biting midges, where CWD is, is spread by, apparently, again, according to the new research, a bacterial infection. So, right. you know, it, and, and the, bacteri- the, the, the prions that are present during this disease, they, they stick around, whether it's through saliva or feces or urine or whatever. It attaches itself to the biological structure of the, you know, the, the, fi- the, 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 you know, the food, you know, they're leaves the trees right. the ground i mean it's unfortunate so this stuff kind of sticks around so i i mean based on what i know about it i would say the cwd would probably be more detrimental because the ehd thing i mean i know there's been some talk about trying to come up with some sort of um go around and, and spray for these midges you know what i mean so if you yeah. can take out the midge you can stop the ehd now again i i there's there may be other research out there to Prove that I'm a blithering idiot, but you know I wouldn't be shocked by that to be honest with you. Uh, but you know, and that's just based on what I know about it. I would say that the, the CWD would probably be more detrimental than the EHD based on how it's over spread. time. Yeah, based yep. on just based simply on how it's spread. Yep, because I mean anyone who makes the argument, uh, you know, CWD has been around forever. Well, yeah, so is EHD probably. You know, it's yeah. the same difference. Yeah, I mean, you know, Matt Johnson, again, you know, you can slow it down, but it'll never stop. Illinois did the same thing. They only had it in three counties. Did a call, now it's in 17 counties. Yeah, well, you know, maybe if it's... If they didn't do the call, maybe it would have been in all the counties. That's it. I you mean, know you, mean? Don't, you don't know. It, you can't it's a say hard what thing. could have, what might have been or what could have been. Sure, you know? sure. You know, like with the, you know, where they, they called all the uh, reindeer. You know, they shot, what, 2,400 reindeer? And, and, and 20 yeah, of them were positive. 20 of them were positive, but... If they didn't shoot them all, you know? Yeah. It, you in, know, give it 10 years and you've got 2,000 that are positive. I mean, who knows? It, it's one of those things where they're throwing it at the wall and hoping it sticks. And, and again, I don't, I'm not trying to speak on behalf of the game commission or their research, but it just kind of seems like there's not a lot of good options and they're just trying to find the lesser of numerous evils. Yep. RJ Barr said, is it spreading or has it always been there? Well, that's... That's pretty scientifically backed that it is spreading. You Indeed. could go on, I forget what it was, the 
we, we had that a, website. Yeah, it's the uh, Department of... Uh, Either way, it's the... Uh, oh, shit. Actually, the guy that was on the, the Rogan podcast um, yes. was named Brian Johnson. Yes. Dr. Brian Johnson, he's been mapping it for yeah, years. For a long time, since I think and, like the 80s, he started yeah. mapping the, the spread of it. So, yeah. The CWD, it's been spreading. But again, we've only known about it since the 60s. Who knows how long it's been around? I mean, if it was across the country at the same evenly spread, you would you would have heard mm-hmm. about this a long time. I was seeing deer walking in circles, seeing deer yeah. not afraid of people. You know, this it would have been more documented rather than just, okay, it starts here. And I mean, since they did start documenting it, that that mm-hmm. center has grown. Right. I mean, that's without a doubt. And that's, again, Matt Johnson mentioned, uh, remember, guys, 63% of the testing is done in DMAs, so the uh, rest of the state get very little testing. No, that's a good point. And, again, I think that's where they're coming out. They're trying to produce some sort of in-field test kit. Again, uh, I I, I hate to see those kind of references thrown around all willy-nilly, and I think there was a lot of that going on during that press conference. But, again, that's just my opinion. Um, but yeah, no, I mean, that, that is a solid point. I mean, it's hard to really put a pin in this when you're limited with your resources in regard to, um, you know, testing this type of stuff. And yeah, it's, it's challenging, man. It's, it it really is challenging. Now, if they would just legalize shooting deer with a spotlight. (laughs) Yeah, there you go. (laughs) Problem solved. Yeah. We're back around again, full circle. But well, that was that was pretty lively. You know, it you know, was I, great. It was great. Are you kidding me? I love it. Yeah, this is awesome. And and we appreciate everyone who commented. Literally everyone. Thanks yeah, for, seriously. If we yeah. miss something, sorry. It's it's really tricky to keep up with this. Um, you know, this is the most people we've ever had on a live feed before, and we we broke the forty mark uh, a couple times. And so trying to keep up with forty people is a little tricky. Um, Wait, Matt Johnson. We was the guys in the press conference, and you guys called us out, so we're here. Oh, okay. Wait, well, which... Is that that the one where you guys, where they kind of went live and didn't tell you? Is that the one, the video? Or is... Uh... Yeah, there were... You, there were... How many people? I don't oh, know. No. Is or Matt... is that the uh, press conference where they were talking about... Um... The cure and the ten-year plan and that type of thing. That's the, that's what I thought he was talking about. I'm sorry, Matt. We just went over a couple of things. You just mentioned yes. Um, okay, I'm not sure what yes, which one it is. Yes to what? Were you guys um, talking to the game commission, sitting around the little round table discussion? And they they did the live commentary. Okay, uh, R.J. Barr. Yeah. Yep. Okay. No, the PGC live feed. Is that the one you were talking about? That I, that was the one I was trying to watch when I couldn't get. The whole thing to play yeah 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 i saw i saw a little bit of it. i was trying to get the whole thing to play but every, every time i had to stop it it would restart and i never got through the whole thing um but yeah it was uh it, w- it was a rough situation man i wouldn't want to been in that room that's for sure it looked like there was a definitely uh from what i saw of of it didn't look like you guys were coming to a an agreement anytime soon on that no but i mean you you also had guys on that panel that were contradicting each other, so I mean that's not a good look when right. you, when you have you're asking the the game commission what can we do, and then they say all right well we have we gave you the tags and then you're telling them that you're throwing the tags away, so I mean you have two guys sitting next to each other that basically contradicted each other. I mean it I I'm all for a group getting together 
to to advocate for something. Mm. But I mean, it, you you have to come into something like that with a professional feel, a professional look, be rehearsed, understand what's going on, do your research. That that was my only qualm with that. Yeah, yeah. Like I said, I tried watching it a couple times. Every time I had to stop because I. I was it was a really crazy day that day. That was when I was going out to meet the guys from One Wish Foundation and stuff. Yeah, and I was on the road, so I was trying to listen to it on the road. And every time I had to stop, I had to restart it. I was like, trying to find the spot, and yeah, that was a little tricky. Yeah. Uh, Far Hall meeting Saturday morning. Great factual uh, again. Uh, Bob Miller, yeah. uh, you guys should come to the East Freedom Fireball for the meeting Fi- Saturday. Fire, fire Hall. Hall. I'm sorry, Fire Hall. Mile. Um, Okay, for the meeting Saturday morning, you'll get great factual information. Um, that's will check that out. Oh, here and here's the other one, uh, Matt Johnson. Do you guys think we have 40 plus deer per square mile? Um, I think that when they did that study, you know, they said that they did it at at night with spotlights. So here we go. We, mm-hmm. we, we might actually be able to tie this together. When you go spotlighting at night, all the deer are congregating in one place. So when they do this this study, I mean, it's I know you asked them how far, because I think they were using infrared too, how far they can see into the woods. Yeah. But I mean, regardless. I did hear that. They were deer come into yeah. fields at night. They all congregate in these fields. So, I mean, you might have them coming from a couple different square miles and hitting one spot. So, I don't know. It, that it, it's that's That's a tough thing to say. I think that they would need to do more observation as far as that goes, because that could be skewed in that in that regard if that's the only way they're doing it. i mean they could definitely be doing um like drone research with, with yeah. infrared and you could get a better dispersal a better figure because i mean through through what they're saying if they're looking at at trying to observe the population through just spotlighting i i don't know i don't think that that's the most thorough way to do it so it might look the the, the numbers might say 40 deer per square mile but it probably doesn't look like that during the day you know what i mean yeah 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 and, and again you know like i said you know there's certain parts of pennsylvania where they're very well maybe 40 deer per square mile but there's also certain parts of pennsylvania where that's not even close yeah so again it's your mileage may vary as they say you know what i mean it's it's there's it, it's it's a tough situation man and i'm glad i don't have to make any of the decisions because i am definitely not smart enough to do so uh, but yeah, I mean, I give a lot of credit to the guys on both sides of the coin because, you know, the game commission, the biologists, they're really kind of pushing to, to, to come to a solution. And then you have guys who are, you know, pretty well educated on the other side of the coin going, no, there's another way. Yeah. But that's kind of what this is all about is to try and figure out, not only figure out what the best way is going to be, but to present that to people and say, okay, so this is what we found and this is what we think. Well, we thought this last week. Well, now we've seen some more data, and this is what we think this week. And, I mean, not that we're flip-floppers, but I'm not going to be hard staunch on some decision just because I don't want to go back on what I said a couple weeks ago. I mean, that's just never been my forte. Adam Krauss just made a really good point. One question for you. Do you think social media has made CWD seem like it's getting worse than it actually has? I mean, it's definitely spreading, first of all, but – yeah, the the media is definitely not helping. Like, twisting things, calling you know zombie deer and all that nonsense. Well, oh, yeah, we know that, that's not true. At first, you I know? thought that was hysterical. Then I was stopped and went, "Oh shit!" But I mean, I mean, at go. the same time, you could understand how somebody who's misinformed on the topic sees yeah. you know the deer walking in the circle. Oh, it's a zombie. Yeah, 
Yeah, yeah. It's like the guy that ate that guy's face out in Detroit or whatever the hell. You oh, know that's I mean? Florida. Yeah. <laughs> was it Florida? That's typical oh, Florida of course behavior it's Florida. all day. <laughs> Sorry if you're from Florida. Yeah. Um, but, but, yeah, that was it, – it, It's not it. helping. It's not helping. I'll, I'll – I'll make that stance. You know, I would agree with that. Social media has its perks. I mean, just look what we're doing right now. Yeah. You know, so there's a lot of perks with social media. There's a lot of benefits. It, I've met some great people. Mark and I met through social media. We yeah. didn't know each other before social media. Um, what but, was it? Tinder. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna skip on past that one. <laughs> Swipe right. But um, yeah, it's it's one of those things where it can be extremely detrimental to people who are trying to get something accomplished. Yeah. You know what I mean? So it adds a lot of irrationality. So, yeah, I would agree with that, Adam, uh, that it can be a bit of a a, a hindrance. But, you know, it, it brings – it gives people the opportunity to bring together ideas. Yeah. And yep. I think that's more important than the bullshit that comes along with it. Because yeah. everybody who's been on social media for any amount of time has gotten their full their fill of bullshit. It's yeah. just – it's not ever going to go away. So you got to kind of filter past that and try to figure out, you know, what you can really make heads or tails out of. But I got to find that. Was it Unified? Pennsylvania Sportsman. Uni, no, Unified Sportsman. Pennsylvania. There, there's Is another that, one. That, whatever banner they were holding in the back of that that video. Yeah, I don't know. What you're talking about. We'll find but, it. Yeah, we'll but. definitely take a look at it and see. I mean, we, you know, the reason we do these live sessions is because we want to consider everything that you guys are throwing at us, because we can only do so much research on our own. You know, so yeah. by having these discussions, it opens up the floor for anybody. Yeah. You know, you know, some people tell us we can't read, and that's funny. I yeah. giggle at that. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah it's a joke. Yeah, we, we do make a lot of jokes, and we were just talking about meeting on Tinder 10 seconds ago. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, yeah, we're not the most brilliant people on the internet by any stretch of the imagination, but we want to kind of get a platform going where we can stimulate these types of discussion without people calling each other names and, you yeah. know, just having, you know, all kinds of crazy backlash. So that's what this is all about. So I encourage all of you guys to go back through the comments and look at what a lot of these people put in there because there's a lot of solid points that are made through these comments. And a lot of people have really made some uh, solid ground in kind of putting me in a new direction on how I look at this. Sure. Because it's not a topic that's easy to just have a, a, a staunch view on. You have to kind of change your view on it as new information comes in and like, just like they just did recently with the whole, you know, the prions versus the, um, the bacteria. I mean, a lot of people are standing on their head right now, uh, with the research that they put a lot of work into that research coming, comes out and gut punches everything they did for the last, you know, maybe not everything, but it kind of puts a big, uh, crimp in all the work they did on the prion side of it. Yeah. And I just, uh, I just posted my email address, for Sons of the Hunt, because I, I have I have gotten a couple emails, nothing you know worth writing home about, but yeah, uh, whatever you guys find your opinions, if you get, if you got a, a message for me or both of us or, or yeah, you, if you want to send me a research article, I'll I'll gladly take a look at Absolutely. it. Absolutely, you know? yeah, we welcome that with open arms because you know, like I said, we've been trying to do some research on it, but there's a lot out there to filter through. Um, and uh, so, yeah, any help you guys can throw us, man, we'd appreciate it. Um, so, you know, yeah. go back through the comments, guys. You know, take it for what it's worth. 
do your own research. Don't rely on, you know, comments in a Facebook live thread. Do your own research because uh, we like to do the same thing. Don't rely on anything we said because odds are I might have made a mistake on something I said. You know, there's a really good chance because um, I also, Justin Letts, like beer and like hunting. So, yeah. Let's been, just end uh, it on that for now yeah. because we're going on 45 <laughs> yeah, minutes it's, in the, it's, it's in the be first half. Night. But, uh, yeah, uh, definitely check out the email address I posted. Send me send me your thoughts. Send me whatever research you have. You know, I'll I'll have a you know a logical conversation about that. So by all means, man. And, and again, thanks you guys. You know, for whatever, whether you throw us a, a sappy sad face or a thumbs up or a comment, anything. We just appreciate the interaction. Uh, because it kind of uh, supports a lot of what Mark and I's goals are here, and we're not here to convince anybody one way or the other. Yeah, we're just looking to open up conversation on both sides of the coin to try and you know educate people. I yeah. mean, we're not going to come up with a solution on our own. No, it, we need to have conversations like this because it, you know, you, I might see research that changes my mind the other, you know, tomorrow. Yeah, and if if that's it, and somebody needs. Needs help getting their word out there, you know. I'll I'll be all for it. I would help whoever I could, and that's just it. You know, we we have to have these conversations, you know, and we have to have them in a civilized, you know, realistic manner that's not hostile. Right, you know, and that's, the, that's and the again, biggest thing. That's basically what we're trying to present ourselves as credible. You know, yeah. that's that's just it. Mm-hmm. So. I think with that, we're going to wrap up the first half. I can't believe I don't believe, think we have a choice. <laughs> yeah, we have to. We have to. We've been going on way too long. But seriously, Because I need another beer. I'm yeah. just saying, guys. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Thank you to everyone who chimed in. And definitely, definitely send me uh, send me an email. By all means. Hey, man. God bless you guys. Thank you very much. Yep. And, uh, we'll you know, hey, stay open-minded. Yep. Actually echoed a little bit, I think. Oh yeah. I could see it drawn out. The acoustics are just crazy. I'm telling you top notch. And with this drop scene. Professional studio action we got here. Wheeze the guys with the professional studio. <laughs> Wheeze the guys. Wheeze the guys. Wheeze the guys. Calling everyone out. Indeed. That's what we do, Mark. You know, we're just here we to don't call we're just here to we don't call anyone out. We make astute observations. Astute observations and we Dare not read a damn thing. Hmm. Oh, boy, that is... Wow. See, now that is a good beer. That is different, man. I was not expecting that. No. It's good, though. No, yeah. Not that it's bad. I, so, <clears throat> as, as we are two to do, <clears throat> uh, second half of the podcast, drinking a little beer. We did it in the first half, too, but we're going to talk about this one. Indeed, this we is, just uh, kind of throw subtle hints out there on the first half. I just kind of subtly turned my can so you can see the... Yeah. yeah. <laughs> first half, we, see were, the label. we were drinking a little Anchorage. That's right. Anchorage, 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 Anchorage Brewing Company, man. Old school uh, Sons of the Hunt stuff. I mean, they're, they're, they're just, they're always solid, man. Yeah. I haven't had a beer from them that I don't like. But here's my 
my recent obsession. 100% yeah, this is a new one, obsessed. man. I know. I've I've been seeing uh, your obsessions yeah. uh, broadcast out over the interwebs. Yeah. Uh, this last week, single cut. Sammy was low, double dry hopped IPA, and man, it is just such a perfect beer. In my I love opinion. how they call themselves beer smiths. That's mm-hmm. pretty friggin' legit, man. Yeah, and I mean this it beer takes is a like set. Oh, it's just it's just so good. <laughs> I love this beer so much. So, obviously, I'm already biased about it. Like A little bit. I mean, but for good reason. It's just legit stuff. I mean, I, I, I this is a difficult beer to even describe. No, and you're right. You know, the first thing I noticed when we were pouring it was the color. Mm-hmm. It's a very unique color. I mean... Hazy. Yeah, hazy. I, would, uh, I think that the, the right color description for this one would be, like, straw. Yeah, yeah, a straw color. Cause it's not it's not really amber. Cause I hate always saying it looks like orange juice. Yeah, it's, it's amber. It looks like pineapple juice. Th- this is a little lighter. Yeah, I mean this this glass makes it look. pretty It wild. does. I'm telling you, the shape of this glass again. Uh, shout out, because um, J and J. Yeah, J and J Smokehouse, man. They sent these glasses to us, and they do have a dramatic impact on not only the the look of the beer, the smell of the beer, and. I don't know if it impacts the taste. I'm not that much of a connoisseur. I think, I think it does. I, yeah. I 100% think the beer tastes better out of these glasses. Uh, the website is cheersall.com. We're not sponsored by it at all. Nope, nope. But, I just, mean, they're cool, man. And I'll tell you what, man. You I think, can fit a 16-ounce can right to the tippy top of this mm-hmm. glass and not make a mess. And, and that's a positive in my but book, But it's man. also like it's just big enough because of the, the way it tapers out yeah. that you can get a head on it without spilling it. Right, you know right, I mean? right, right. Yeah, that's that's a that's a big positive in my a book lot of, any day where I can I avoid think it, making a freaking mess because that's that's kind of my forte. I think a lot of thought went into the the shape of this glass, mm-hmm. the design of it. I mean, it is. Well, I read, and uh, I, I, I may not have been this glass manufacturer, but it was another. I know we're getting off kind of topic here a little bit, but you know, welcome to episode five because it's kind of been the trend so far. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> but there's like a little etching in the bottom of the glass that helps to release. Right. You know the carbonation a little bit, and yeah, so and there's I, there's a lot of thought that did go into the design of these type of glasses. So, and I mean, when you look at it, you see all the, you see like a dense. It just keeps regenerating head on it. Yeah, I of. can see it from the and sides, kind of, and it's kind of yeah. centralized in the in the middle there. Yeah, yeah, it's very, very, very. So yeah, I'm, you know, I'm gonna I'm gonna renege and go back and say it definitely changes the way the taste uh, of the beer. <laughs> <laughs> I'm telling you, it does. The more I think about it. See, so, I, I'm never, I'm, I'm not staunch in my decisions, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, I'm, I'm prone to changing my ways. So the thing about um, single cut, I, I just don't understand. They, they claim that this beer is 123 IBUs. What? Yeah, I, I don't get it. I, I don't know. I didn't even look to be honest with you. Yeah, I just feel like. All their IBUs are always inflated because there's no way it tastes like I like I've had beer over a hundred and it's just like whoa. Yeah. Well, the one I, I I had one that was in the high 90s a while back, and I I was shocked by that. Yeah. And that was way stiffer than this. Maybe that's not the right word to use. I don't know. Yo. Um, I'm trying to think of an adjective, you know, uh, that would be appropriate. I mean, there was a lot more bite to that beer being in the mid to high 90s, then this has got at 123. And if it is at 123, they hide it well. They hide it very well. I just well. Don't, I don't I don't see how. Because like Logan told us, it's a mm-hmm. calculation. So Indeed. 
I, I don't know. Now, and if, and if I recall, the calculation is done prior to any aging or, you know, so I, I don't know if there's like a, any way that that can change over time. It, it, it seems that that might be the case. Um, so, and seeing as I'm wearing my Well and Paul Pack brewery hat, I am an expert. Yes. <laughs> You're, you wear many hats. <laughs> I do wear a lot of hats. But anyway, I, I shouldn't have done this. I, I looked up the description of the beer okay. because I've been struggling with it for a while because I don't think it's super sweet compared to some com- compared to like Lost Forest. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Super sweet. This I feel like it is a little bit more dry. I don't think 123 IBUs dry. Yeah, but I, I, I don't. That seems illegitimate to me. And but, I wouldn't uh, say it's 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 almost like tart, tart and dry. It's refreshing though. That's it the is. first thing that came to me. Yeah. It was like I, I, I used to uh, in high school. I played high school sports, and you know we used to run like uh, uh, double practices for football, and you yeah, know pound, we, and we would double kill dry ourselves. hops, and then, then yeah, immediately yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but the the thing was, you know, and, it, and it's just a weird memory for me. So that's why I'm kind of referencing it because you know we would get. We would, we would do these, you know, these double practices, and we would be out in the heat because before the school year starts, it's like August, yeah. September. It's hot as hell out there, and you're running double practices. And, you know, the, the running back to the locker room and shoving your head under a cold faucet of water was something that I'll never forget, that yeah. that feeling. You know, you, you're splashing water on your face, yeah. and you get that relief, you know? Yep. And a lot of times when I get, when, you know, a, a good a good drink that – is very refreshing. That, that triggers same? that memory. Huh. Like music can trigger what a is that? time and a what place. What is that called? Yeah. Sensory sense. ASMR. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Sorry. Wrong podcast. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah no. I. It, it's it's sense some kind memory, of memory. Yeah. Like sensory that. memory. Something. Yeah. But um, it's it's one of those things I where it's certain things stimulate a certain memory, yeah. and that's what a refreshing drink does for me. Is it stimulates that memory of refreshing myself from a hardcore run for you know five six hours straight in the the summer heat so this is a very refreshing beer for Um, sure and i'm digging it man but i mean i I was struggling like pinning down like a flavor in it yeah because i was thinking that this was this is one of those beers that they made juicy just through the hops Mm. you know what i mean like we talked with logan about that like sure if you're actually adding fruit or if you're getting juice from a hop and juice is that uh, vague term something like juicy juicy like yeah, yeah. like fruit juice or is it juicy like dank and hoppy and i thought that they were like kind the of box i put in my kids lunch like the juice box yes yeah, the ju- juicy juice box but anyway so i went on the single cut website here which is out of new york city i had no idea single cut was out of new york but uh, i knew they were out of new york but not new york city so there's a description of it and it's kind of bringing me down a little bit, honestly. Deep dive into this lush and round double dry hopped double IPA, which round is one of the words that I definitely use because it, it is. It's just well-rounded beer. Mm-hmm. Inspired by the beloved, is this real life? Is this the real life? I have no idea what that means. That's Queen. Is this the real? Oh. Is that what he's talking about? I don't Sammy know. Sammy was low. Is is that like a 1990s MTV TV show? I, I don't I don't know. What the hell? Drown in the aroma of. You ready? For, now here come the flavors. Okay. Peach nectar, mm. and cotton candy. Mm, I'm not getting not cotton, cotton candy. candy. No. Cotton candy is very sweet. It's nothing but sugar, honestly. Yeah. 
Drink deep with the pal- <laughs> the palate of tangerine and peach juice. Finish I, I, with a long, soft finish and a dr- gentle, dry bitterness. Jesus, wouldn't it, wouldn't really it help if, if we knew how to read? <laughs> Just watch the show. Refer to uh, part one is. of the podcast this evening. What's the show mean? You know, uh, I, I'm not getting ca- your wings. candy. Um, as well. I, I can lean on the peach deal maybe a little yeah, bit. Yeah, I could see tangerine. the Tangerine. Yeah, I mean, I, I can see that. Because, uh, it, again, it's not... Juicy for the sake of being fruity. Does that make sense? Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's, I know it. it it's because, again, that the, the fact that it's labeled at an IBU of 123 and an ABV of 8.2, I think that's a little misleading. Yeah. I mean, I, I don't know if that does the, the, the beer justice because, you know, when you're looking at typical beers that have those ratings of a 8-plus ABV and a 100-plus IBU, yeah. most people are, who are familiar with those terms and who are who can judge a beer by those terms, yeah, would go, hmm, I don't, that's a little much yeah, for me. Yeah, I don't know. That That's going to be a mouth bomb. A little bit, yeah. Not so a I juice bomb. Yeah, yeah. There there will be no smooth, milky, smooth, what the hell is it, mouthfeel? Creamy mouthfeel. Mouth. Yeah, see, <laughs> see, this doesn't, this isn't. Uh, Creamy like mouthfeel does not apply. Like a lactose or no, coconut no. or vanilla. No, no. None of that's in this. This is like a traditional, like double dry hopped, double IPA. Yeah, I'm really enjoying it, man. It is it, but just, you know when you you were kind of describing it to me earlier, so I had a preconceived notion of yeah. what it was going to taste like, yeah. and it was total shock. It was completely different from what I was anticipating. But you know, I'm still a rookie, so I basically bought out the Beer Express. Yeah. of everything yeah, yeah. they had. Yeah, no, they love you there, man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I you bet. put you as employee uh, of the month. Legitimately, I don't think they sold one four pack to anyone else. I think I bought them all. No kidding. Yeah. Well, so but hey, mission but, accomplished. They yeah. sold them, didn't they? <laughs> but they are. They did order. I think two more cases, and I'm I'm gonna just warn everyone right now. I'm I'm fixing on buying me a full case. Yeah. Well, listen, you know, you know, because a lot of a lot of our our listeners are local. Um, so the Beer Express in Lenoxville, they've got a great uh, selection to to begin with. Yeah. Um, when they start bringing in stuff like the single cuts, um, oh, it's, it's I've had a few single cuts, and I've liked every one that they've done so far. Um, you know, because Wegmans, you can get some single cuts. Yeah. Um, you know, they have a couple of the varieties there, and that's where I first found them. And uh, now that uh, Lennoxville's carrying them, uh, yeah. They have just... You better act fast. They've just evolved into legitimately one of the best craft beer selections mm-hmm. in the area. Agreed. Because actually next next Friday, I'm, I'm trying to look up... Oh, next Thursday... They'll have a new sloop. Uh, oh, no kidding. I, I, did we do? We did the juice bomb, I think. Did yes, we? we did. We did the ju- which is great beer. They Absolutely. always they always have that because sloop makes that all year round. Uh, Rock Art Brewing, which is awesome brewing company. I haven't had anything from them yet, but I I know their reputation. It's going to be really really good. It's it's I haven't seen it available anywhere else yeah. yet. So that's going to be nice. And then more single cut on Thursday. Sweet. Next Thursday, this so, so. It, today is Thursday, today's Thursday, so, a week from today. Yeah, but also that doesn't help because it's, right because this will probably won't be out until yeah. So yeah. we're talking about the fourteenth. <laughs> so, uh, I yeah, don't know. Maybe they're on point, man. They've really got their beer game on point. There. Probably out. This podcast will most likely come out Friday morning. Okay, so, so they will as have soon as you hear now. it, go 
As soon as you so listen, we waiting for it. They got it right now, ladies and gentlemen. They have it now. Come on. If Mark didn't buy it already. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, I'll in the leave parking some. lot I'll with the truck some. running. I'll leave some. But, <laughs> with the heat I mean, on. other than that, I mean, if you see this single cut, this, I mean, I will, I will give it this. It's a good beer. Yeah. But it's also, at Beer Express, it's $24 a four-pack. No. So, I mean, you know, it's give and take. That That's getting pricey for, for four cans, but... Um, they say that double dry hopping a beer is an expensive thing to do, Fair enough, which is yeah. why I mean it, it's it's quality. It's a quality beer. That's why decadent. Most of their beers are are pretty pricey. Mm-hmm. I, well, they were like seven bucks a can. I think I was paying for well, those. Look, look what you're gonna pay for a, a pack of Hop Slam, and that yeah. sell that sells out almost you know within a week yeah. or two of it hitting the shelves. Look at the uh, the Dogfish Head 120. You know the 120 minute. You right. know that that sells out quick, and honestly, I was not that's, a fan of that. No, that's just me. Some people really love it. I tried it. I think that's for I like wasn't bourbon, crazy about it. bourbon whiskey drinkers. Yeah, yeah, you know? agreed, agreed. It, I mean, it wasn't terrible. I drank a bottle of it, and I was like, you know what? I don't want to go have another one right now. No, and that's I, usually a telltale not, sign that you know I'm not a crazy fan of it. You know, this it's single just not cut, that kind of beer. I would drink another one of these right away, which is probably not a, a good idea. Why do you think? I kept buying them. Cause yeah, yeah. Because yeah. <laughs> they it, they just they go down so smooth. And that's it. And it, that's why I am very. This is a, just a a great beer, man. Yeah, it I'm is, hesitant to buy into that 123 IBU. I just can't do it. I don't. I just. I can't see it. I mean, I don't know. Maybe. I don't know. It, it would be nice to like talk to them and like figure out why. I don't know. You know, I'm I'm starting to read kind of the small print. Uh, Single cut beer smiths. Uh, I'm, I'm. It's a single cut beer smiths is proud. Are dude, proud, uh, dude. Do you know how to read? I, apparently not. I'm. I'm struggling here, Mark. Uh, proud to maintain the American tradition of beer locally made from craft by zealots, lunatics who believe hard work, truth, pride, and passion always should come before profit. I mean, I could tell you why this this is a little bit pricier. I mean, like they've got raised lettering on their cans like their art is like on point like this is like a, a quality product well there's a lot of work you that's put I mean? into this yeah no doubt and and again it's not for everyone no you know what i mean but it's I'll not tell but, you what, i mean if, if you you're like... into craft beers and you like different styles of ipa and something that's unique because like i said when mark first described this to me i had a preconceived notion of something completely different than what it is what and were you thinking i, I was thinking more fruit forward with um you know a little bit more bite to it i think that i do tend i think my thought was more aligned with the ibu statement i do tend to gravitate i think towards fruit forward beers like fruit forward like doubles mm-hmm. I, I i like a lot but this this new trend with the, with the triples now i mean they're not really fruity i've only had you know? one i have another one upstairs that i was thinking about drinking but on the podcast we <laughs> i I'm glad we didn't drink that in the first half. I was thinking about drinking that one. <laughs> Man, it really would have got sketchy. It was there. like 10 percent. Yeah, yeah. We had to kind of, you know, be able to have our wits about. We us. had to reel ourselves in a bit. Yeah, uh, and, and you know, and again, you know, kind of get off track of, of the beer review uh, segment here, and uh, to thank everybody who took took part in the beginning of our uh, podcast, our little live segment there. It was really an interesting uh, <clears throat> transaction. With, with a lot of the people who uh, choose to follow us or, or yep. choose to just, you know, 
uh, you know, people are not shy about their opinions. Let's just say that. And um, and it was truly appreciated. Good, bad, and different. We don't care. Um, you know, we're you know. Uh, yeah, we we just appreciate the interaction. I mean, that's it. You know, because again, you know, we 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 just want to get some messages out there and uh, you know encourage everybody to be open to different suggestions, so to speak. And the the, the beginning of the the podcast was was very much that. Um, so thank you for that. Um, and, uh, with that being said, go get yourself some single cut because, uh, this is dynamite. Yeah. It's just, it's so good, but yeah, you're outrunning me, brother. Oh, well, your, this, your uh, glass is half full and glass I has am full. struggling to keep up with you, but I've been running my mouth. So yeah, I mean, well, yeah, I love this. That's movie. what I do. <laughs> I, I've been, I've told you, I've, I've had it. I've killed a couple four packs of this on my own. Yeah, that's a Since that's it a came long out. night. It's got me on a you know, a, I'm, I'm like in a rut here just because I have I went back and I bought all of it and now it's sitting there and you know you don't want to let you know dry hopped beer sit. Right, right, right. So I mean, yeah, yeah it's, it's kind of a like drink it now. You don't. It's an obligation. It I have a, an yeah. obligation to this beer to you know. One hundred percent, man. Yeah, you can't be you can't be wasteful. There's there's starving children in Africa who have zero IPAs. Na- name ten of them. No. <laughs> <laughs> really, we're gonna uh, go that route. Uh, <laughs> I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Well, okay. It was just a joke. It was a joke. No, no, no. no of course, I, of course. I sympathize this with is, the starving you know, Africans. I was gonna I was gonna segue into something, but you know I just lost it. So. <laughs> I, I I derailed you. Yeah, yeah, a little bit, a little uh, bit. Uh, anyway, yeah. let, let, we get, let's, let's kind talk of a joke, about, you know, this this whole talk about some hunting stuff. I just came across an article. Did you? Know? Biologists dispute buzz over controversial CWD theory. Surprise, surprise! Guess what group is named in there? <laughs> so this is something I'll be diving into. I'm going to copy the link and send it to you. All right, please do. And. uh See, I'm not going to speak about it right now because I haven't read it yet. And that's it. That's how because real men act. And how about this? I could read. Well, that will come in handy when you're... It does come in handy. Yeah. Now, it may sound like we're knocking, and we're just having fun. I mean, that's the thing. Because, it. I mean, we're we're back and forth on, on both sides of this pretty much because in the last podcast, we stated right off the bat... We just started researching this because mm-hmm. it is coming our way. So now is the time to learn about it before it gets to you. So, I mean, it's always been that thing that's been in the back of your mind and you, 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 you're cognizant that this disease is out there, but it's not affecting you just yet. So you're just like, yeah, put it off, put it off. You know how I procrastinate with most things in my life. And then we finally decided, let's dive into this and, and formulate an opinion, but we're going to keep looking into it and we're going to keep following the most current research and we're going to see what, you know, is repeatable and and that's it. That that, that I was mean, the whole goal, man. You know, the we whole knew what we were getting into when we started this whole process, this, you know but, what I mean? But I talked about it in the last podcast, another thing I'll reference, the scientific method. The way things work is, you know, things are accepted and then they're repeated and then, you know, sometimes things are proven wrong. That's so, it. I mean, who knows? There might be some kind of thing like it could come out of the blue 
and it could be the end of it, and it could prove every piece of research we have completely wrong. Mm-hmm. It, it could happen. I mean, there were people <laughs> back hundreds of years ago that thought you could drink mercury. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, that's science. It, wait a minute. You know, wait, things wait, wait, change. Wait, wait, wait. You can't? No, you shouldn't. Shh. Stop doing that. All right. Don't um, drink mercury, Jay. Yeah. But, I mean, either way, that I mean, that's the way science works. And that's it, man. You know, like I said, you know, there's always going to be progression there. And to, to get yourself hard-pressed into one direction, regardless of any other data that's presented to you, is just ignorant. Yeah. You know what I mean? And, and, and I try not to be that way. But, you know, Does that, it, that's just that, you know, it, it, it's a growing process, especially for us with this platform. You know, we've only been doing this a year. Yeah. So we're still trying to feel it out and figure out, you know, how we want to present ourselves. And I think we've done a damn good job so far as as far as sticking to our guns and being accepting to other opinions and being open to um, possibilities. You know what I mean? So we've never been hard nosed on anything um, except for stupidity. You know, we're pretty we're pretty hard nosed against dumbasses. But that's just, you know, again. If you think we're talking about you, we probably are. But again, you yeah, know, and I, I don't know to 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 put it like that. It's it's like I don't know. I I I, I got kind of upset that somebody said we called them out. Mm-hmm. We didn't call them out. We just you know called it like we saw it. You know, indeed. It, <laughs> it's it's one of those if things. That's calling like, you out. Well, then guilty as charged. We we didn't means to call you out. <laughs> So I mean, I mean that that's that's if you're if you're catching up what I what I'm now you're just making a joke down, of things, Mark. Yeah, but I mean that's that's the whole issue. If if you're going to make a claim, mm-hmm. do your research and make sure your line apostrophes are in the right place. Line it up, make yourself credible, bring some research, yeah, and have a a real discussion about it. You know, make yeah, sure agreed, you're all agreed. on the same page. Agreed. I mean, get your ducks in a row. And that's it. And again, we, we said it before. If you expect somebody to consider your argument and your stance on something, you need to consider theirs. It how many times ways. How many times on this podcast have you said you're going to formulate your own opinions and you'll listen to another one, but to change your mind, they're going to have to bring it. Absolutely. That's that's what you, you, you say it all the time. Yeah. And it's, it's true. So, I mean, if you're going to change our opinions on something that we have taken the time and sat down and researched and read through research. I mean, we did. We're two busy we guys with hours and hours and hours of, families of time and... looking at this. Absolutely, yeah. I mean, and, and again, I and and I, and I referenced it as well. I may not have been looking in the right place, but the research that I came across is what helped to mold the opinion that I carry and I still carry. Yeah, and, you know, it's not an apology. It's like this is where I'm at with it. Now, talk to me in two or three weeks. I might have a difference of opinion. I might be straying off in another direction. Some kind of other research could come out, and it could be supported by every biologist out there, and it could be the end-all, be-all. And that's it. Look, Listen, 60 days ago, there was a direction. Right. 30 days ago, that direction changed. Right. And, and it's something to— It stood a lot of people on their head, and a lot of the research. It stood a lot of the research on its head. So now the new research is struggling to find— resources to support that research because all of the resources are currently being streamlined into the old research. So 
it's you know take that for what what how you will take it for what it's worth but you know there there's the way that you know and again I, i'm no expert on this but the way a lot of the the research community works is you know you, you a lot of people tend to put their eggs in a big basket a lot of eggs in one basket yep and that's where the money goes it goes to that basket so when you got a new basket all of a sudden there's not a lot of money to go around to dump into that basket so it becomes a bit of a challenge for that new idea that new realization um and, and it becomes very challenging for that to get traction so you know the, again the whole goal for what mark and i have been doing is to uh ask people to please at least give it a a, a minute consider it you know because yeah. we stand there's a lot to be lost we stand a lot to lose you know mm-hmm. I'm, i know i'm wearing that wrong but there's a lot to be to be uh considered here we, if we don't approach this properly you know we're going to be in trouble yeah and now is not the time to say i don't like what you're doing stop stop doing that but i don't have any ideas but just stop what you're doing yeah you know what yeah. i mean like it you got to come with something that's it yeah, so that's pretty you know, much, you and, know, and that's our soapbox moment. I, yeah, I, think. I don't, I don't, I don't want to keep talking about the same thing over and over and over. Right. But I mean, you know, that's a that's the direction the live audience put us in tonight. So a little bit, but you know what? If, if some new development pops up, well, hell yeah, man, we're gonna go that route. We're gonna get into it, and we're gonna look at it, and we're gonna consider it, and yeah. we'll make or we'll fabricate our but own it, opinions, and, and just and you like know what? you all do with yours. One more thing. One more thing. Yeah. Here's the thing. So. The thing that made us start looking at it was that breakthrough research. Yeah, absolutely. So, you know what it turns out is that that research aligns with the same group that said that we called them out. Mm-hmm. All right. So, I mean, there you go. And so be it. Hey, look, listen. The, you know, that's the thing that caught our attention. So, if you've got research behind it, we're going to listen. We're going to read it. Absolutely, 100%. But at the same time, you have people in that group representing them. I'm going to say misrepresenting themselves, mm-hmm. you know, and that that's the thing. We, it's going to take a lot to suss all this out, straighten it out, and actually go through this research. Research, Right. Now and, I can't even speak. See, we can't, first we can't read, now we can't even talk straight. Come well, on. Yeah, but again, that's what this, if anything, you know, all jokes aside, if anything, that's the takeaway. Yeah. Do your own research, take your own you know, make your own decisions, make your own, you know, analogies, whatever, however you want to phrase it. Just, you know, yeah. do the work, do the research. Don't just listen to uh, a couple of clowns sitting in front of a microphone. That's it. I mean, we're, we're no one special. Nope. Well, maybe I am, you know. I mean, my mom <laughs> said I was pretty special, but. Well, that's where I was going with it, you know. Yeah. My mama said. <laughs> yeah, uh, we're all special in our own yeah. way, but. How do you kill a turkey? That's that's a good question. That's what, what you know we should be talking about. What we want. Hell to talk yeah! About. I mean, Jesus, what the, what's the date today? What's today's date? Oh, May. I stumped you. Shit. <laughs> May. March seventh. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, it's March seventh. May. Yeah. So we've got. Oh boy, we've got a little bit of time yet. So end of April. So we figure we got, we got April we got five April weeks 20th. till trout season. Yep. We got. And some. then you've got a week after that, and then one week. So. Seven weeks from yeah, April twentieth is the youth 
the youth mentor season. So you've got that early week where you can get right. some kids out. You can get some you get your kids out, get your neighbor's kids out, whoever. You got an opportunity to get out there. And for me, that's awesome because it's kind of like a it's kind of like preseason football. You know what I mean? I get to get out there and call some birds. I get right. to get out there, and spend some time, and do some scouting, some live scouting. You know what I yeah. mean? You find out where they're roosting. Uh, great opportunity to get out and, and and set yourself up for your own successful hunt. But you know, get somebody else involved, a young kid involved in that. Um, but yeah, then the following weekend, it's like the last weekend, if I'm not mistaken, in April or is it May first? Is it May first? I'm no. not sure. I got to look at the I look at the dates, but if I um, got a calendar here, I'll be able to. Tell. It's not far off. It's not far off. So uh, we're going to be bringing uh, some pretty heavy, heavy turkey stuff your way uh, shortly yeah. because well, that's tis the season, man. Yeah, I mean, we could talk about it because next week, with, with the podcast coming out, mm-hmm. we'll have that. We'll have the the podcast short, like the video. Yeah. And we'll also be making the announcement for the our upcoming our podcast uh, special. We'll yeah. call it. Um, that's uh, yeah. Stay tuned for that. Seriously, ladies and gentlemen, mark your calendars. That's going to be some legit yeah, stuff. That that's <laughs> it's going to be rhymes with legit. Yeah, it, it's going to be something else. It, it'll be uh, I don't know. It's it's I I, I don't want to give it away. I want to let uh, no. I know. I know. And, it's, and, and, We'll, we'll so. call it. We'll call it a film event. Yeah, there, I would. I would go with film. that. I'm, and, I'm really uh, looking forward to this. Uh, and, and Mark's been putting a lot of work into the video aspect of it, and uh, we we kind of went over a few things earlier. So, uh, again, not to tease you too much. But it, essentially, what we're looking at is it, a lot like two, um, just more revolved around turkeys with uh, a guest, Indeed. special guest. Indeed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Very special guest. So that's Subject, gonna be super matter, cool. expert. Indeed, indeed. So, so, uh, so leading up to it, uh, we kind of last last week we we hit one. Uh, we were talking about uh, we kind of went off the cuff a little bit last week with uh, yeah. like what should we what should we go with now? And we are talking about turkey tips and stuff like yeah. that. Yeah. And uh, I I think it was the what did we go with last week? It was uh, I think oh, it, it was the leaves on the trees or something like that, wasn't it? Well, Still, that was one. Um, the other one was it, it was kind of like your reaction when you first hear a turkey and they respond to you. Yeah. So you you were kind of along the lines like and like we talked about this before uh, before we went on how situational this is and we don't want it to be like drawn out but right 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 you would say typically you would sit down and call it because you you would assume that he knows where you are and that's it. See, my, my thing is I would never really want to call to a bird unless I'm in a position where I can sit down and sit up. Yeah. You don't want to get caught off guard. You know what I mean? So if I can, if I get a call, a, a bird to honor me, I'd rather under call than over call when in a situation like that. Yeah. Yeah. That's just personal preference based on what I've experienced in my hunting situations in my hunting career is I, I've overcalled the birds before and I've scared them away. Whereas if I under call and I get their curiosity peaked and they know I'm there, and they're gonna they're either gonna come or they're not. You yeah, know what I mean? and, so, and and like we said, it's so situational because exactly. I mean, yeah. if you know, if you've done your research, you're gonna know generally where that bird's gonna head when he hits the ground. 
But then there's so many other factors. Like he might run into hens. He might have hens with him already. You That's know, it. I mean, I, I just read an article. Uh, man, it's it's less than two weeks ago. Because again, it's the time of year, so I'm really heavy into the turkey stuff. And anytime I see a, a decent article title, I'm going to look at it and I'm going to read into it. And it was about turkey roosting, and uh, it was a little bit of research they did on turkey and the um, consistency of their roosting, like the roosting trees. And yeah, the tree they roost in. Yeah, I know. I I know this this yeah, research. Yeah, it was like twenty, thirty percent that they're going to roost in that same tree. So it's yeah. a very low percentage low. that they're going to stay in that same tree See, from I mean, just roost to roost. So there's so many variables in Turkey. That's from why my I love general it so much. experience, I would I would disagree with that. I mean, there last year I had birds in the same tree for like two weeks straight. Yeah, and it would. And it now, took me like two weeks to, you know, get on one. I, I would agree to that to to a point. Now, I've I've hunted both farm-esque type yeah. situations, and I've hunted big woods. Mm-hmm. In a big woods, that principle would apply. In a farm situation where you have open fields, where yeah. you have a lot of uh, consistent food sources, they're, they're going to probably roost in the same place. Yeah. And how many videos have you seen where these guys, they walk in, they roost them the night before, or they walk in the next day and they're like, they, they fly down. Well, yeah. obviously they're in the roost that night, but if you go in and you roost turkeys and you know where they're at, they may not be in that tree, but they may be within a oh, hundred yards of that yeah. tree. Yeah. You know what I mean? But in big woods, there could be seven, 800, a thousand yards difference between where they roost from one night to the next, right. because there's no open fields. There's no consistent food sources they're moving around that open woods area you right. know, quite a bit so again situational um i guess one that i have that's not really situational at all would come down to uh you know shotgun hunters i mean i shotgun hunt and i bow hunt turkeys mm-hmm. bow hunting i use that term loosely um for various <laughs> you reasons. take your bow yeah. with you <laughs> i take my bow with me for a walk in the woods right um but for shotgun hunters it would be patterning your shotguns uh, a lot of guys pattern at 40, 30, 40, 50 yards, you know. Um, my deal would be to pattern at five yards. Pattern close. Because last year I shot a bird at literally like 15 feet. Yeah. You know what I mean? And when you're shooting at a bird at 15 feet, you've got a super small pattern. Right. And you got to be on because it's real easy to miss when your pattern is the size of a half dollar. Yeah. You know what I mean? So pattern up close. If you, especially if you're using those three dots, you know what I mean? You see the, a lot of the, the oh, yeah. aftermarket turkey sites where you have the, the red in the front and the two greens in the back. That's me. You know what I mean? Yeah. You, you, you got to be able to line that up on the target at a close range because I tell you, you'd be surprised if you line up at 10 feet, 12 feet, and you try and take a shot and you're off by two inches to the left or the right. Yeah. You're, you're going to miss that bird. Yeah. You're going to miss that bird. Yep. So that would be my tip of the week, I guess, tip of the episode, however you want to go about it, um, is pattern your shotguns up super close. Yeah. Because you never know when that bird's going to be in your lap. Yeah, just, just to at least see what it's going to do, you know, make sure you're... And if anything, you're going to learn a little bit more about the load you're shooting. Yeah. You know what I mean? You're going to learn a little yeah. bit more. <laughs> yep. <laughs> 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 oh boy, editing's gonna come in big on this. Yeah, one. Uh, the kid. <laughs> <laughs> Damn it! I'm just like, hmm. Damn single cut. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. I mean nothing. Yeah, we're, but we're, we're very serious on this podcast, so. Yeah, 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 it's just a big fat joke all around. <laughs> <laughs>
Man. Jeez, where are we at now? We're like an hour and 22 minutes. We're, yeah, we're, I mean, we're pushing hard to, uh, you know, tie our best right now. Yeah, I mean, it's, I don't know. Like I, like I said, I don't have that definitive tip. Something I've been using in the past couple years that I, I haven't in the past was uh, ambient calling, like like scratching the ground. Or oh, like yeah, using yeah, yeah. Like, a st- like I never really got into that un- until probably like around Ghost when I dropped the phone. Oh, my God. And I it, love and it, that. I mean, it, it worked with a deer. I was like, well, you know, turkey scratch, that's easy to mimic. Mm-hmm. It's got to work. Yeah. I mean, you don't see guys do it. Oh, often. I use it all the time. Yeah, Absolutely. but I, mean, I use my hat. I flap my hat and make it sound like a fly down. Yeah, you know yeah, I mean? mimic a fly down. I, see. I forget who I used to know that used to have a used to have like a fake wing. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. I, I you don't see it anymore. It used no, to, some guys still do it. Must have been know? like a gimmicky like this yeah. is the secret to killing turkeys. I'm like a lunatic man. I'm like the John Gruden of freaking turkey hunting. You know what <laughs> I mean? I throw everything. I throw the book at them. Yeah. You know what I mean? And I'll, you sell, I'll pull sell every your trick entire out of the book. team, everything. Just be yeah, like, yeah, yeah, man. I'll trade. I'll, I'll trade my best turkey call for like five <laughs> for a couple weird future ass turkey yeah. calls. <laughs> for a couple turkey calls two years from now. That's it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's how I roll. You know what I mean? But you know, I kill birds. You know, with the shotgun. Yeah. The bow is a different ball game, but that's a conversation for another day. I think. Yeah. I think but, that we uh, we we had a. Uh, bow hunting turkey conversation last year i had a i think i put that short together about yes 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 and i mean that that, that's another thing i don't want to get into all these conversations that we're going to have on the on our turkey special but it's it's kind of like i've gotten to know and it i've gotten to know my piece of property better so it's kind of like i understand like ambush areas now yeah yeah yeah. and it's funny i what did we what were we talking about the mountain lion that came in, in the what was it, was it Texas in Colorado where the guy Colorado. got attacked by the mountain lion? No, 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 no. Oh. The, where they released a bunch of uh, goats, and there was one mountain lion that wiped out all the goats. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So the only reason that he was able to systematically pick off every goat is that he that was his home. He knew every nook exactly. and cranny of, yep. of this mountain, and it was just it was his home turf. So it was like, you know, they just released a bunch of live bait for, yeah. for this animal. So, I mean, I've never related to a story so closely because I was just thinking recently, like, I've had more experience in the last couple of years at this farm hunting turkeys because mm-hmm. I know, you know, what move to make and when to make it. Right, right, And right. it's just kind of, I guess that would be my tip. You know, just the more you understand an area, you can predict what's going to happen and where mm. a turkey is going to go or what they're going to do. So that's it. I guess you know, that, that that would be my, my, my thing. Be precipitous. You know what I mean? No, just pay attention. I guess it'd be a good one. See, I, I've had a couple of properties where I really nailed it down and then I lost the property for yeah. one reason or another. And that could happen at any time. And then, you know, that you got the cycle starts over. And that's it. And that's kind of part of the fun of it. You yeah. know, some people look at that as a setback. I look at that as part of the fun. It's yes. a new, it's, a, it's like opening a new Christmas present. Yeah. You know what I mean? You don't know what it's going to hold. You can kind of really uh, take a lot of your woodsmanship and apply that versus yeah. your calling ability or your decoy strategy or whatever. You know what I mean? Yeah, and abs- it's, absolutely. Because the, the, the property that I grew up bow hunting 
we actually lost. And I remember my, my dad, you know, he was upset about it because he hunted so long there and, and yeah. he knew it. And it, I know the, the I, reason I know that feeling well, the reason it was good was, you know, for me is that he had it figured out already. Mm-hmm. So it, he just like, you know, it's done. Yeah. And, and then it was like, oh, I saw a deer all the time. I saw a buck all the time. I, I killed turkeys there. It was sure. And then, you know, I finally got to experience that when I had to find my own place to hunt. And now it's just, I'm kind of coming into it. And it's just like, that's, that's actually my favorite part of hunting. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, and that's it. That's part of the hunt. Yeah. You know, if it happened that, again, I would do it It's not part of the again. kill. It's part of the hunt. Right. You know, and, and right. that's, and, and that's where I think uh, that separates a lot of people, um, and, and places them in a, in, on, on another level. You know what I mean? And again, not that they're better. But it, there's a progression that happens. And, and here we go with the whole tran, transcending the outdoors. So, you know, the people who are persistent and understand what they have to do to get where they need to go in the outdoors are the people, you know, you carry that into your career. Indeed. You yep, carry that, that into your own health. Right back to the middle of the You carry that into yep. your family. You, you do what you have to do. You know, it's so easy to just roll over and hit the snooze button, mm-hmm. right? Oh, hell yeah. But, I mean you've got responsibility you got to get out of bed you got to get where you're going you know you have that drive to do it that's the thing and then you know the people who don't are the people who complain about not seeing deer or turkey or yep whatever mm-hmm. you know so be uh be precipitous be uh intense and uh stick with it you know there's your big turkey tip stick with it stick. <laughs> gotta <laughs> stick with it to get it yeah, done that's it get her done can't yeah. kill them from the couch in Indeed. a warm, comfy bed. That's right. How else are you going to get it done, man? I'm telling you, it's it's not easy. How else are you going to give a thunder turkey, thunderbird, uh, a lead injection and give him a headache? <laughs> How are you going to make that Benelli bark? <laughs> you know what I mean? The, the, the word jellyhead keeps popping in my oh, head. Oh, the jellyhead. Give, jelly him, head. A, give him a dirt nap. It's all over, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah. <laughs> turn his turn his head into jelly take a picture of that send it to all your friends yeah, post it, it on social media <laughs> make sure everyone sees yeah, it beware because there's there's stuff coming down the pipeline for that too so yeah yeah, yeah. god love us all yeah. damn it but i think we need to wrap this up I think man, we, have to get off. we have to turn the microphones off <laughs> i think people are about to quit on us yeah but <laughs> I think that was pretty good. We got yeah, a, yeah, we got yeah, a turkey it was good. tip in. That, that we was got our all goal. sorts of stuff happening here, man. This that is a variety goal. issue right here. Yeah. So hopefully people are still li- listening. Yeah, hopefully you don't hate us <laughs> at this point an hour and a half in. Yeah. But They're getting longer. Well, they <laughs> are, but, you know, apparently we have more to say. Yeah. If uh, if you have something to say about the length of the podcast or the content of it, please email me, sonsofthehunt.gmail.com. Leave a comment on the Facebook page, Instagram. Yeah, email Mark. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Send me an email. Let me. We'll uh, we'll talk about it. But I, I definitely need we do value that because yeah, yeah we value I mean, that. If we're gonna craft this in a way, aside. if we're gonna craft this thing in a way that you know it stays enjoyable. That's, that, it has that's, to it has to stay attractive to the to the to the base of, yeah. of, of the people who uh, really enjoy this and who have followed us since the beginning. Not so much just those people, but you know it, we're always trying to reach out to new people and yeah. uh, and try to explore new territory. So you know if we're getting a little long winded, if you don't like the comedy side of it, if you don't like it to be too serious, hey, what the hell? We'll listen to anything, man. 
we're, we're, we're kind of, you know, that's just how we roll. That's it. <laughs> so with that, like I said, sonsofthunt at gmail.com. I'd love to hear some opinions, feedback, whatever you got. Leave us a rating on iTunes, SoundCloud, all that good stuff. And uh, I don't know. We'll be back soon. I, I'm kind of wondering when the next one's going to be. I'm not sure. Eh, week or two. We'll see you then. Yeah. So thank you. Thank you for everyone in the first half, the the live segment. That was Absolutely. Absolutely. Thank <laughs> you all. Even if we're breaking your balls a little bit, you yeah. know, we still appreciate y'all. Yep. We're Stay all, warm. We're all on the same team in the end. So <laughs> we will see you in the next episode. Thanks.